The following is a production of the Lance J Radio Network and Best in the World Sports, a division of Definitive Visions Multimedia. The opinions and views expressed are certainly those of the host and do not represent the views of Lance J Radio Network. You're listening to Jones and Brown. Both you the crazy. Both Mike Jones and John Brown. Welcome to the first edition of the Jonesy and Brown Show. That is Mike Jones. My name is John Brown. You you might know us from a whole bunch of different podcasts, one-on-one with MJ, offense, defense, and discourse, the short-lived agree-to-disagree. I think we might have got like... Copyright issues. Yeah. Co- yeah. Yeah, it's, we, yeah, I think we got maybe two episodes of Agree to Disagree out before another show came in and was like, hey, bruh, y'all gotta, y'all gotta change that, man. Hey, learn the valuable lesson that, that Exactly. So, you know, as long, if you, if you learn from it, you know, your L's ain't your L's. You know, it, it, it was a learning experience. They're your lessons, not your losses. Exactly. There you go. I like that. I like, lessons, not I, like, I like that. All right, so look, we are back. We are here. We Football season. I thought we, if there was ever a time where I was like, you know, I don't know if we're going to have football season. You know. Now, you remember going back to when this stuff all started happening and the shutdown was mm-hmm. going on. I said to you that I thought the NFL had the best chance of being the one to play. Mm-hmm. You know. I mean, right or wrong, I don't think these guys shut down unless somebody died. No, no, no. I, it's it's crazy when you think. I I think as the debate goes on, and the debate is going on in every sport on every level, whether it's high school, whether it's college, whether it, you know it's the pros, whether it's baseball, whether it's football, whether it's basketball. You know, I thought worst case scenario, what was going to move the needle either way was going to be the loss of life. You know, players get it, they'll pivot. You know, if the, un- if, you know, the tragic, the unspeak, you know, not that, because I, I feel like in these times that we are in right now, people want to accuse you. People want, people want to make this political. Oh, it's an election year. Everything's political. Yeah, but, but I, I, you know, and maybe it might be just, you know, because it's an election year, it might also be just because that's the times that we live in where, you know, it doesn't matter. Everything turns political. But I feel I, mean, I think it's some of both in, in our social media driven world where everything is 140 characters or mm-hmm. a quick post. You know, you take a side, you die on that side and somebody else takes the other side and they die on that side. Yeah. And the fact that it's an election year. It only, yeah, it only only makes it worse. Parties and the candidates being who and what they are, it's only going to be amplified to the nth degree this year. No, you you right about that. I I just feel like, you know, as there's there's a side of hey, let's get out there and play. Let's get out there. You know, we're talking about people. Both both sides are like, hey man, we're talking about lives here. You know, we're we're talking about our lives. We're talking about our livelihood. You know, we want to get back to normalcy. Let's get out there and play. 
or, hey, we're talking about our lives. We're talking about our livelihood. Hey, man, we need to let's stay home, you know, yeah. social distance and shut it down. Yeah, let's, exactly. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, so. To... And to be honest, there are some, and as much as we like to be dismissive of, of opinions that aren't our, our own in 2020, mm-hmm. there are some valid points being made from both sides. Yes. Yes, agree. This is not a situation where you can just dismiss either side's opinion because this is this is a real dis- disease, despite what some conspiracy theorists might tell you. It's mm-hmm. a real disease. People get sick, people die, people have long-term effects. But if we shut everything down, there are real long-term effects to that as well. So, and I don't know that there are... Well, I shouldn't say I don't know. There are no perfect solutions. No, no, there, there are no perfect solutions. And and like I said, like the point I, I was going to make was, I I'm afraid that it's going as people battle back and forth. You know, people are taking their sides or whatever. Mm-hmm. My personal fear is it's going to take the loss of life of somebody. You know, a, a major sports figure. Not you know there 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 have been not somebody on the practice squad yeah not Ooh, not a, a, we never heard yeah of. not a practice squad member not not even like a coach not even a coach who might have been aging and had other you know other, other like other pre existing conditions contributing factors it's going to take a player in the league that somebody is that people are somebody familiar in the prime with prime of their career yes. that is a household name that is my fear. I'm not wishing for that. I am not hoping for that. But I feel like that—that that is my fear. That's what it's going to take to move the needle either way. Whether it be, you know, somebody, whether it be a college player, whether it be a pro player, whether it be a football player, whether it be a baseball player, basketball player. And I think you might be right on that. Like, I, as not- much as I enjoy disagreeing with you on this, I think we, <laughs> we're on the same page. It might take something like that especially for the NFL mm-hmm. who seems to be the the behemoth that rolls on no matter yeah. what. Mm-hmm. Well, you, I, well, we, we, I don't know what it would take short of that to sh- for the NFL to shut down. Well, we, I mean, baseball yeah. kept going with what they called outbreak teams happening. Mm-hmm. If Players, baseball yeah. keeps going with that, with outbreak teams, what do you think football is going to do? I think honestly, I feel like if anything, baseball proved baseball proved to football that the show could go on, and that's only going to push it towards that's what without a bubble and yeah. with travel. Mm-hmm. Because what baseball did was, you know, baseball you had teams postpone games, you had teams cancel games, and they just kept on moving. Like right now, you look at you know you look at baseball; it's all over the place because there are teams that have played a whole bunch of games, and there are teams that have played you know less games because they've had to quarantine. You've had whole series canceled, and this is and baseball is an everyday sport. Football is once a week. So you cancel a game, tack it, tack it on at the end or, or something, you know, there, I feel like there are more, there are more rules and precautions in place. Whereas if, 
NFL team has to cancel a game, you could make it back up. You have teams play on, you know, there are teams that play on Monday and Thursday. You have bye weeks. Who's really going to complain if the NFL season gets pushed into March? You get more football, you know, you get more football at the, you tackle more football at the end of the season. Who's really complaining? Even if it is about the coronavirus. You get a, you know, you sit there at the end, you're sitting there at the end of December. It's week 17. And you find out because teams had to cancel, because teams had to postpone, you now get a week 18 and a week 19 and a week 20. But what happens if, all right, let me ask you this. Mm -hmm. I'll ask this way. Mm -hmm. Say you get to a week 17 Mm -hmm. and in week 17 you find out the 14 and 2 Ravens just learned Lamar Jackson's been diagnosed with COVID going into the playoffs. Hey, man, look. How do you feel about a situation like that? Well, I would put it to you like this. I think that would be a situation where how the world and, thinks and how Baltimore and I, thinks. I'm not wishing that on Lamar Oh, no, Jackson. no, no, just, no. I completely understand. like one of those teams that has potential to be right at the top of the standings. Mm-hmm. I was trying to use a playoff lot for my example. I'm not wishing anything like that on any play. No, I understand. But I think that would be you know. that would be a situation where the where I feel like the world would feel one way, Baltimore would feel another way. You know, Baltimore is invested in Lamar Jackson until Lamar Jackson can't play no more. Mm-hmm. So I would completely understand. You know, I I think that. If that were to happen, every, every Raven fan would be cool with Baltimore erring on the side of caution. Lamar Jackson gets Lamar Jackson comes down with COVID nineteen. Hey man, Lamar Lamar Jackson shut down for the season. Come back next season. Come back healthy. You make sure you're right for the long term. In fact, that in fact. Steve Bashotti is driving Lamar Jackson to Johns Hopkins and making sure <laughs> the best doctors have seen him. Mm, that's probably true. He's driving him himself. He's putting on some gloves. He's putting on a mask. He's making sure his, his car is full with disinfectant wipes and Lysol. He's probably got them all there. You know, we struggling to find these things. He's probably got them. And he's taking Lamar Jackson to Johns Hopkins himself and making sure the best doctors are there. But that still doesn't mean the, the rest of us are that. like the rest of the rest of the world's like, hey man, look, man, let him sit home for two weeks and come on back and play. I mean, isn't he gonna have to? No. He can't be on the field with a positive doctor. No, 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 oh no, no. I'm saying you come to, you come down with the COVID, you gotta get shut down. That that's that's you know, that's that, point blank. That that's that's the thing. That's point There's blank no period. You know, we think think back a couple of years. Mm-hmm. A couple of years, uh you remember like look how we look at Washington, RG3's rookie season. When he got hurt, but they still played him on that bad knee. Mm-hmm. You know, I I feel like changed it, the course of his entire career. Exactly, exactly. That one decision. One decision. 
I feel like that's what would ha- I mean, I understand torn ACL ain't ain't COVID nineteen. I understand that. It's not. But- you, know, you know, I'm not. But what I'm saying is. Washington airs on the side of caution. Who knows where Robert uh, Robert Griffin III's career goes? That's very true. So to me, I and I feel like honestly, I, honestly, if you're a Baltimore Ravens fan, well, like one, you you know, ain't no way a positive test is getting on the field. Right. No, there is no way. But it can't happen. Can't it can't happen? Won't happen. But Baltimore airs on the side of caution. Nobody say, hey, yeah, but this, you know, you've heard, you know, the different excuses, the different explanations why people try to say who, who've tried people who have tried to downplay this disease. You've heard what they've said. So then I don't think my it, next question. I don't think anyone's going to say that with Lamar Jackson. If you okay. if that and were to happen, not that you're mad at Lamar Jackson. My, my 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 question is more so, so so if that does happen with a Jackson or a Mahomes or a Brady or somebody like that who's considered to be a real contender going into the playoffs with a good, good record do you then look at the Super Bowl winner differently no is there no. an asterisk or do you just think of it like it's an injury those things happen no i i think with the nf i think with the nfl if they play 16 games no asterisk Okay. I feel like that's no that, matter no matter what no matter what if there's a sixteen get all sixteen you no get all asterisk. yeah if you get if in the case of the NFL whereas I feel like that's an argument you if you want to have that argument about the World Series champion this year okay you want to mm-hmm. have an you want to have an argument like that about Stanley Cup champion this year okay you want to have a conf, uh, conversation about that about the NBA champion okay the NFL plays sixteen games. Then no, there is no asterisk. I don't even have that conversation. They just dealt so with the, as long as they get their sixteen. Yeah, I think as as long as they get their sixteen games in, if they play a shortened schedule, say they say you know say it does get bad, and they say you know what we got to cut this short after ten weeks. Then you got yeah, then, then then you can have the asterisk conversation. Okay. I don't. But, I don't put that to a six. I mean, and I agree with you because of the nature of football. Any given year, on any given play, a guy can go down and miss a playoff game. Anyway, look at the Eagles last year. Yeah. Play one, quarterback's gone. Backup quarterback comes in, tears his hamstring off the ball. Nobody's. It happens in football. Mm-hmm. Nobody puts. So, yeah. No. Nobody puts an asterisk by that Seattle win. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and no, nobody puts an asterisk next to the Eagles Super Bowl win because the quarterback went down. Mm-hmm. But because you won with the backup, you go out mm-hmm. there and play with what you got, and and that's the nature of the game. And, and I think that yeah. gives that's the advantage the NFL has going into this situation is that they can roll as long as it's not fifty percent practice squad type guys out there. They no, can I go agree. out there and people will say, "Well, it's the NFL. You got the winner. You got." Mm-hmm. And 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 just for for conversation's sake, for con- conversation's sake, say the Eagles had lost that Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Nobody's putting an asterisk next to the Patriots win. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. we we in Philly might have done that. You know, in Philly, we, oh, the Patriots, yeah, they won, but they beat our backup quarterback. But realistically, you couldn't because he's he'd be the same guy who got you there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I mean, 
but you, I mean, you know how it would be. There would be people. Oh, I mean, I know how it would be, but logically speaking, like, if there's anybody outside of Philly, you know what we'd say, like, he, you weren't complaining when he won the conference championship exactly. game. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So it's like, you know, mm-hmm. so so to me, 16 games means no asterisk. You know, that's 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 end of discussion. You know, they, they so cut. That's the line. As long as we get the all 16 in, we're good to go with football. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. 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 So do you think they get the all 16? I I I I think it's I think Well, like I said, what is, I, I, what I does JB's instinct say? I think they get all 16 because I feel like there there are backup plans. You know, if they have to cancel games because teams have outbreaks as long as there's a way to make up those games whether teams play on the bye week tack them on at the end of the season I would not even mind if they said alright like if it was a game that didn't affect the sca- the standings like nobody you know as much as I would like a week 18, a week 19, a week 20 of the regular season, if that week 18, 19, or 20 in the regular season is giving me Jacksonville versus Cleveland, then I'm good, you know? You know, if it's a game between – if two teams that have no effect on the standings have to play and they say, you know what, nah, don't, you know, don't worry about it. Yeah, it's like mm-hmm. – Hey, we 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 don't really need you your your participation. Yeah, you know. Hey, hey, thanks for coming out. God bless you. Good night. <laughs> you know, I, I don't I, I don't I don't necessarily need that. You know, if if, mm-hmm. if you know, like I said, you play sixteen games, but somehow if the Jaguars only play fourteen games, I'm 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 good. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm cool. No 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 asterisks. But if you're talking about at the top of the league, if you're at the top of the league and you're saying, hey, man, you know, you're, the the Ravens possibly could lose two games. And when I say mm-hmm. not lose two games, I mean lose them off the schedule. Mm-hmm. You know, you're at the top of the league. You know, the Ravens have 10 wins. Titans have 10 wins. The Chiefs have 10 wins. And yeah, you're in a dogfight going down the stretch. Yeah, then there's a problem. But you know, you're talking it's about a the ten- NFL. The show goes on. Yeah, the show goes on. I mean, the Eagles have an emergency quarterback that's going to live in Texas this year. Emergency quarterback that they won't see. Got to keep them away from everybody else. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. They stay- like, honestly, because if you have three quarterbacks in the room together. And if one of them gets it, there's a high chance the other two are going to get it. First of all, if 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 there is a need for Josh McCown, as terrible as it, as it would be, because I'm I'm not you know I'm not wishing. That, that's the thing with the, with this situation this year, though. Is to say, you know, your starting quarterback gets it, mm-hmm. and it's four or five days before symptoms show up. Mm-hmm. He's in that quarterback room with the backup quarterback mm-hmm. and the third string quarterback. Mm-hmm. So you have to find out what the situation was all three. 
So that's a situation where one of them could actually end up taking out all three quarterbacks at the same time. You need that emergency quarterback somewhere isolated this year. And and it's it's crazy. I wonder if down the line how many more teams will do that. You sign yourself a veteran to the practice squad. Mm -hmm. And meanwhile, you know, he just sits off to the side until, until you need him. I mean, I if if, so, if it came to that, that'd, that'd be kind of cool, you know. You, you sit there well, like, hey, "What's going to happen?" And Josh McCown that. comes in, "Hey, here I am." As we're wondering, how many other teams may may follow that lead this year? Mm-hmm. Madden twenty one added Colin Kaepernick to the back to the game for the first time since two thousand sixteen. What do you think the chances are somebody at least takes a look at him as an option as an emergency quarterback this year? Literally. It seems like there might be expanded opportunity because of circumstances this year. Literally none. None? None. L- so you, you think he's done? Yeah, I, I do. And and I and it sucks. And you and I, you know, you that's this is a topic that you and I have talked about on many many different occasions from many, many different aspects. Unfortunately, I feel like if if given the climate of this country now and what's crazy is Kaepernick's people just came out and said, you know, after all this, he hasn't gotten a phone call. At this point, it's not going to happen. And it sucks. And, you know, I've been on the record as saying I didn't think it was going to happen from the time the lawsuit was filed. Like, once that happened, ship sale. Mm -hmm. And I I didn't necessarily agree with that, but I understood your logic. Your logic Mm -hmm. was clear. Yeah. You know, not too many people that sue an employer get paid. Yeah. Yeah, I, I employer says, "Hey, you want a job?" Yeah, I, I, I understand that because I feel I felt like, you know, the the NFL has proven that you know they'll they'll go to great lengths to look the other way on different issues, and I understand that maybe suing and maybe suing the NFL might actually be where they draw the line. Not crime, not domestic violence, not you know, yeah. you know, not what, not whatever you know. You tried to make the shield look bad. Yeah, you know that suing the league might actually be where they draw the line. And the thing is, when you when you sue the league as a whole and receive a settlement, you didn't just take money out of one owner's pocket. You, you took, took money, money out, out of every all of them. Pocket. You got all of them. And, and, and these aren't guys who became billionaires because they like losing or giving away money. Mm-hmm. No, no, it's just not how it works. You don't become a billionaire because you give because you like giving away money. No, you 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 were no, you, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right, and it's like to me. But now I feel like, like oh, no pun intended, but all this is cat. You know, it, like, I I don't care about. Colin Kaepernick or Madden, and, you know who cares? Like why? 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 Why are you doing it? I'm supposed to feel like, hey, Black Lives Matter on this video game. All right, fight the power. Whatever, dude. 
Whatever. So you know, the Madden move does nothing for it. It does nothing. Doesn't move the needle. Doesn't, you know, who cares? I if mean, you I really... saw your reaction on your face when I even started to bring it up. Just like, come on, man. Like, who's that supposed to impress? You know? I mean, wow. So, so it's, that's basically the owner saying, hey, we ain't going to get this dude a job. But if you want to do it at home on your video game, more power to you. That's what the owners, that's, that's what the NFL owners are saying by allow, allowing Cap to be on Madden. That's saying, hey, we ain't going to give him a job, but if you want to, so be. It be in the free agent pool, I guess. Yeah, if if you feel like Colin Kaepernick can make your video game team better, so be. Hey, all right. I we mean, ain't going to give that dude a job. Jaguars, that's probably true. If you're the, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You know, they they got a line of tote, you know, and 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 – Despite how woke these owners might, you know, a couple of these owners might seem, fact of the matter is, they're, you know, they absolutely could do exactly what you said. Say, hey, you know what? We need an emergency quarter. In fact, but but then again, I'm not quite sure Colin Kaepernick would want that job. Someone say, hey, we want to put you on a con. We want to put you on the practice squad. You ain't got to show up for any meetings. You ain't got to come to the complex. You ain't got to walk in or anything. Just stay in shape. Learn this playbook. We'll give you twelve thousand a week. We'll give you twelve thousand a week. Stay stay away from the team and stay healthy just in case something happens. Exactly, and just in case somebody in our quarterback. I mean, that sounds like a good job to you and me because, quite frankly, you know, you and I combined don't see twelve thousand dollars a week. You and I, your household and my household, meaning all the jobs in your house right now, all the jobs in my house right now, don't see $12,000 a week. Hell yeah, that that feels good to us. That's probably true. You know, (laughs) you're absolutely right. $12,000 a week sounds good to us. That's the problem. That's what, that's the problem. That's what people are doing right now. You know, people, as People swear people want to put NFL, you know, pro athlete jobs mm-hmm. on the same level as regular people jobs. No, you know, the everyday person, and it's not. It's not. So it doesn't matter. You know, it's like look, yes, you know, pro athletes can come to their job every day and talk Black Lives Matter. I can't. It's cool. I understand that. You know, it, it, it's 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 whatever. It is what it is. Pro athletes can kneel for the, you know, they, they can take their personal stance for personal issues. That's cool. You know, it, it is what it is. I can't do that at my job. I'm not mad. You know, if, if, if anything, if I'm mad that they can do that at their job and I can't do that at my job, guess who I'm mad at? I'm mad at my job. Not, no, not saying I'm mad that. at me for not getting a better job. Exactly. I I decided to take this job. I can't be mad about the job. I a job that I, I took job was what I accepted. A job that I took. I'm going to yeah. be mad because I can't protest at my job. If if I wasn't maniacal enough to work out and exercise and practice ten hours a day at at a skilled sport like that and take the beating that these guys took to get their check, 
I didn't do all that. I can't be mad at them for the job, the job they got. If I am, they did the work to get that job. If I am you not, don't get to the NFL without working hard. If I am not personally accountable for making my boss millions, how can I be mad that I can't that he doesn't care if I take you know my boss doesn't want me to take a stand here? What do I have to offer? What do I come back with? Hey man, I want to take an I want to take a knee during the American flag uh, during the uh, national anthem, and I want to wear Black Lives Matter shirts every day to work. Like LeBron you know, James has has literally made the NBA billions of dollars. Exactly. So I mean, haven't if made to, if his job wants to give him the latitude to make a statement and wear a T-shirt and do some other things like that. So be it. Exactly. Hey, hey. That's the benefits of earning a billion dollars for the company. Exactly. Or multiple billions of dollars for the company. You know. Stop. If you how it works. If you flip burgers for a week for for a living, stop mm-hmm. getting mad that you don't have the same privileges as Ronald McDonald. All right, yeah. look, look. Bottom, bottom line is, you know what? I I worked at Wendy's when I was a kid. When I was in high school, I worked at Wendy's. I don't, you don't ha- get Dave Thomas. I don't money, get. Do you? No, you don't get Dave Thomas. No, I'm not. You. No, no, exactly. I'm not you Dave Thomas. You don't get to put a picture of your daughter on the side. Exactly. E- exactly. My like, kids never don't get that. No. No. And guess what? And and I had two choices. Nothing and like it. <laughs> that, that, that was it. That's it. That's just the way it is. That's just the way it is. All right, but look. We jumping off on this tangent. We need, <laughs> we, we need to take a break, all right? Alright, let's do it. So let's take a break and when we come back, we'll talk more sports. We'll talk more NFL. Actually get into a little NFL seat and talk about what we think is gonna happen for the season when yeah, we come we, back. We actually have X's and O's and games to talk about. Here on the series premiere of Jonesy and Brown, right here on Lance J Radio and Best in the World Sports. We'll be right back. You feeling this podcast? To hear this and more, go to soundcloud.com slash B-I-T-W sports or on iTunes or Apple Podcasts and search Best in the World Sports. If you are a Philly sports fan looking for extensive coverage of your favorite local pro and college teams, go to totalsportslive.com. Total Sports Live is your one-stop shop for all the news you need to know in the Philadelphia sports scene. Be sure to follow Total Sports Live on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. When you need to know Philly sports, get to know TotalSportsLive.com. Not completing high school is more of a social thing than it was an academic thing. Even though all these years have passed, I still had that longing to have my diploma. At age 30, Carissa finished her high school diploma. If you're even considering getting your high school diploma, you can do it. No one gets a diploma alone. If you're thinking of finishing your high school diploma, you have help. Find free adult education classes near you at finishyourdiploma.org. That's finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. The following is a production of the Lance J Radio Network and Best in the World Sports, a division of Definitive Visions Multimedia. The opinions and views expressed are strictly those of the host and do not represent the views of Lance J Radio Network. You're 
listening to Jonesy and Brown. Both you are crazy. Both Mike Jones and John Brown. And we are back on Jonesy and Brown. Hey, remember, you can get with us on Facebook Live every week. Just follow follow uh, Best in the World Sports at BITW Sports, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. When we pop up, you can pop up and you can join in the conversation. Look, football season. We finally got real football to talk about. Jonesy's here. And we also got our special guest from SportsAwakening.com. Mr. Mike Patton is in the building. Mike, what's good, brother? Uh, nothing much, man. You can see uh, throw in there in a three-point conversion and Nashville voice and probably the litany of others is all right, too. Man, look, man, you've been grinding. See, see, exactly. Mike been grinding. Mike Patton been on here grinding. It's like, look, man, they're, they're, look, we all know how real it's been out here. A lot of people losing jobs. A lot of people out here struggling. Mike Patton been the one out here just getting jobs. Out here writing for more and more papers. Mike, Mike Patton been out here doing serious work. But you were down there in Nashville. You cover and follow the Tennessee Titans. At this point now, all right, now we're, you know, we're now going into the next season. What are the expectations for them this season? Let's let's start with Tennessee. And before you start, with the recent addition of Jadavian Clowney, yeah, does that raise or lower your expectations? Well, honestly, uh, I, I have lower, been... but how much does it raise your expectations? <laughs> I would say this with uh, clown before clown I would say that the the Titans were to pick to win the SC South anyway mm-hmm. by okay. a lot of people. With clown that makes them even more dangerous because now have them as having all the things the things that they needed because they were lacking a key passer that feared that that made people fear them. Now with clown. You free up Landry on the other side, which is their leading sack guy last year. You bring in Vic Beasley to cut off the bench. I mean, now you've got a rotation of guys that can actually get that pass. And you've got a 3-4 defense can kind of mix and match and put Javion Clowney all over the defense and do a NASCAR pass rush with Clowney, Landry, Vic Beasley all on the field at the same time. So it with Jeffrey Simmons in them. Now that's a very big fearsome force from there. So I would say the Titans, yes, the expectations are AFC Championship, if not Super Bowl this year, with a lot of people that are around the Titans. You were so, saying Jadavian Clowney puts you got you, you think it's realistic to say Jadavian Clowney puts you guys in the Super Bowl, or at least in the conversation, puts you in the Super Bowl conversation. That's what you're saying. Definitely. I, I think he puts them in the conversation. And uh, just, I mean – he didn't even have to get like ten sacks. That's what people don't understand. People clown him. No, he's a complete defensive end. Good run stopper as well. Yeah, yeah, he's no slobber. Better against the run than the pass rush. Actually. Oh yeah, Jadavian right. Clowney ain't garbage. Good. You know, very, very good, very good. Uh, good run, uh, run stop stuffer at all. So people talk about the sack numbers and things like that, and I'm like, dude, he affects the game. Even if he doesn't have, doesn't get sacks, he still. Bring some tension that he gets one on ones to guys like Harold Land, Vic Beasley. Man, that that is a defensive lineman or outside linebacker's dream mm-hmm. to have a one on one 
every single time and have it shifted to the other side. So now you got one-on-ones. You can do whatever you want to do. And Vic Beasley, who has only one pass rush move, which is a speed rush, plays perfect for him. He could not have hoped for anything better. Well, except for being in shape, but short of camp all the time. But other than that, yeah. Okay. But let me ask you then about the other side of the ball. Do you think Tannehill can build on what he did last year, or do you expect him to revert back to Dolphins' Tannehill? Uh, I would say real Tannehill. That's a that's the that's the big question. I would say they had to pay him. They couldn't just let him walk out the door. They, mm-hmm. they had to have the continuity. Mm-hmm. Uh, the thing is, he's just got to be the caretaker again and make a few plays here and there every game. The big key here is Derrick Henry. Does Derrick Henry stay healthy? People forget he had a hamstring injury a little bit towards the end of the season. Of course, it didn't really affect him much, but that could come up again this year, especially if they ride him like they did last year. Yeah. So that'll be an issue. That'll be an issue. And I think, uh, honestly, I would say that I'm not sure we the same Tannehill. I think we'll see a mixed bag this year. Are you hearing any reports coming out of camp about how he's been looking or? Um, well, he's accepting his leadership position. I will say that because he's, he's okay. going out there telling receivers, hey, you know, run this or do this or, hey, I need you to do this, 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 and that. He's kind of accepting that. But then again, he did the same thing at me we saw what happened. So, you know, it's kind of a mixed bag. You, you, you don't know what you're going to get. You kind of, it's kind of like, he's kind of like the Forrest Gump of the bag. You never know what you're going to get. You know, it's like a box of chocolates. <laughs> All right, well, oh, well, look, Tennessee has Denver on Monday. Last game right. of last game of that week. Last game of uh, week one. On the, on the road. At this point, I mean, I'm not quite sure what, what type of expectations people have for the Broncos. But still, but still, nonetheless, this is still a test. It's still an NFL game. That's still NFL players on the other side. As far as Tennessee goes going into Week One, like how concerned are they? And could there be? Is there a chance for an up, upset? And if there was, what would make that happen? What would what would facilitate Denver shocking ten, Tennessee in Week One? I would say lack of uh, preseason football. Would, could be a one thing that could um, facilitate an upset. Mm-hmm. The second thing that could facilitate upset is, you know, if, if nobody remembers, last year the Tennessee Titans didn't score a single point in Denver. Zero. When uh, Ryan Tannehill took over the next game, Cariota was just, he, nothing, he, nothing was happening. So, if it wasn't for the Denver Broncos, Ryan Tannehill may have not gotten paid. Mm. So he ought to owe them a thank you. But he may give them a thank you on Monday night, and it may have been a good one for the <laughs> Titans. You know, there's, uh, you know, different degrees of uh, separation here. But I would say, you know, that lack of preseason football and, you know, if they can stop the run like they did the first time they played the Titans, well, when they played the Titans last year, and put the game in Tannehill's hands, mm-hmm. there's a chance. But then again, there's A.J. Brown, and there is Jonathan Smith. And those guys, you don't want to see them in a, in a back fight. Mm-hmm. They're both two physical guys that mm-hmm. can get it done. 
All right, let's um, let's spend a couple of minutes there real quick. You talked about the lack of preseason football. You covered football for a long time now. You've been there. You've talked to players. You know you as you know as someone who watches football, as someone who reports on it and who enjoys it and analyzes it. How much of a factor do you think a lack of preseason ball is going to like? How does that affect? In your in your eyes, how do you think that's going to affect this team? Uh, well, the affect teams already because you had uh, well, Josh McCown is like the oldest rank wide quarterback in NFL history, so mm-hmm. it's definitely affecting teams because nobody's able to evaluate anybody. So the main thing they're going on is old faithful. Like, hey, well, we can depend on him, so let's mm-hmm. bring him in and put him on the practice squad and see does or see if somebody doesn't pan out. But I like more guys are getting short leashes because they don't know what they can do in game situations or getting, you know, getting cut essentially because they don't know what they'll do in game situations. Uh, that's that's going to be a thing to look at. And then also expect a lot of teams in the first three or four weeks because guys are going to be going through the motions, figure it out, trying to get up to game speed, especially without preseason, is going to be quite interesting to watch. That's Expect a lot of penalties. Expect to be mad, and if and I know you will be throwing stuff at the screen, especially if the Eagles <laughs> jump offside twenty million times, well, and, and and they throw and Carson Wentz throws the ball in the dirt a couple times. You know, yeah, you go mad. <laughs> First of all, I do not throw things at my screen. All right, I can't afford to replace another television. That's that's for all them. <laughs> So, Mike, yeah. let me ask you. You mentioned that you see Tennessee possibly being in Super Bowl contention. The AFC, I don't know that it's top to bottom the stronger conference, but I do know at the top it's very strong. With the Ravens, who Tennessee actually played well against in the playoffs last year, and the Chiefs, who nobody really did well against last year, both coming back and both looking formidable this year. Who do you think outside of Tennessee is the cream of the crop in the AFC this year? And hey. let, let, let's exclude the Chiefs too, because they came okay. back pretty much the same. So we'll take the Chiefs out with the uh, we'll take the Chiefs out. We'll take the the Ravens out. Correct. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then Tennessee, are we putting in and taking them out? Let's see, we're seeing who's joining. Well, AFC South, that that could be interesting. Lamar got his uh, excuse me, not Lamar. Deshaun sure. got his money in Houston, mm-hmm. and he's always seems to be up to the task of game, regardless of what kind of talent they don't have around them. <laughs> right. <laughs> so it just. I'll say this: a team that could, you know, potentially be there is the Buffalo Bills. They're a kind of the reverse of what they usually do. They actually paid people this year, traded for players that can actually help their team. You know, I don't know how much Diggs will help them, being the knowing guy, and not have anybody else to kind of take attention away from. But we'll see. Um, you know, Bills could be up there and be a team to look at. You have. Um, Let's see about the Bills. You have. Mm, I'm still gonna put the the uh, the Patriots up there. 
I was just about to ask about them because that's been a long time since I heard somebody go to the AFC East and not name them first. No, not on first because I mean it's a lot of they're they're, they've had like what six or seven people out for the season. On the defensive side, especially, they've had some options. Right, right. I mean, it's going to be interesting. It's interesting to see how they replace Patrick Chung, which nobody Mm -hmm. talks about. But even though Patrick Chung was. Uh, not actually the greatest player when he went other places. He, he, he fits in the Yeah. Yeah. No. So let me ask you, because I feel like there are people who are counting the Patriots out. And and it's mostly because of Tom Brady. But isn't that a little bit disrespectful to Cam Newton? Like people act like I mean, people act like replacing like the the Patriots replaced Tom Brady with Cam Newton. And I understand that Cam Newton's not Tom Brady. But Cam Newton's not Josh McCown either. <laughs> you know, right, it's, right, it's, right. There, there there's there's there, there's <laughs> okay, That's if you were to say there's a if you would if if you were to say there's a drop off from Tom Brady to Cam Newton, I understand that. But let's not act like you've sat to, like. Aspect, but Cam is still a former MVP. We're yeah, talking about here. exactly. Right. So, so people are sitting here. People are looking at the Patriots like now, like all of a sudden, like they don't have the best quarterback in the AFC East. I understand that Tom Man. Brady is not Cam Newton, but Tom, but the but the New England Patriots still at, have the best quarterback. Cam Darnold. Josh Allen, a rookie Tua who didn't even get named the number one, the week one starter. Fitzpatrick is still starting yeah. in Miami. Right. Cam Newton. And how is Cam Newton has his warts, but how is Cam Newton right. exactly with 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 even with whatever issues you want to you want to hang on Cam Newton? How is Cam Newton still not the best quarterback in the AFC East? It, it it's mind boggling to me too. I'm I'm sitting here looking at tragic. You got <laughs> Sam Darnold, and then you got uh, what is it? Uh, Josh Allen, and Josh mm-hmm. Allen. I, he could he threw a he threw a bunch of uh, curveballs in the playoffs. I, I can say that. Mm-hmm. You know, you would have been even still for Mariano Rivera and throwing the cutter mm-hmm. every time he threw a pass playoffs last year. But it just to me. You know, Cam. Cam is a, the season of Cam going out and proving the doubters that they're wrong. Because if you look at his videos, you look at his training, he's been like a man on a mission mm-hmm. this offseason. And I cannot wait to see what he does in that offense, especially if Josh McDaniels quits trying to be cute. He mm-hmm. runs stuff that's effective because mm-hmm. that's the issue I have with Josh McDaniels. He runs too much stuff trying to be cute, trying to people instead mm-hmm. just run stuff that works. So, you know, if he just runs stuff that works, put him to, put puts him in position to succeed. Then, I mean, Cam, you, you'll see Cam for at least twenty-five or thirty touchdowns, maybe about the fifteen interceptions, and then he's definitely going to throw in probably about five, at least five rushing touchdowns. Like, I believe the Patriots are not a lock to win the AFC East. I just, I just believe that if the, if 
the Patriots don't win the AFC East. It's not going to be because you put Cam Newton at quarterback instead of Tom Brady. Like you, right. like you said, you know, they've lost some pieces on defense and there, you know, there are other aspects of this team that aren't necessarily what they've been in the past, past Tom Brady, you right. know? So if, if a team like the dolphins, if a team like may, maybe Buffalo, I think probably out of, out of the three other teams in the NFC East, Buffalo might be that team that goes up and snatches this division. Maybe. No. Maybe. Because I feel Maybe. because I, I Are feel, they gonna start back again? Are they gonna oh. <laughs> I couldn't help it, man. Stop. <laughs> but but nonetheless nonetheless, still though, I feel like we've been trying to we've been trying to prop up these other the other three teams in the AFC East for like twenty years now. We've been sitting here trying to pre- right. we've been sitting here trying to create that narrative of who's going to knock off the Patriots this year, and we've I mean, tried there to... was that one year when Matt Castle was starting, and they still yeah, won they eleven games. Did make playoffs? <laughs> they, they, yeah, they didn't make the playoffs, but they still they, they didn't make the playoffs as an eleven win team. Uh, you're right. There was oh, eleven yeah. and five that year. Yeah, they were eleven and five that year. They, oh, they went eleven and five. Oh goodness. Yeah, they went eleven and five. Didn't make the playoff. Uh, who, uh, golly, who who was that? Was that the Jets that year? Uh, that was Mark Sanchez. Yeah, yeah, Sanchez. Okay. Oh my goodness. Oh. So that's what oh. you that's what you got to do to to knock off the Patriots. You got to win twelve, thirteen games. But I'll say this about the the division. That division, it, it, it makes me laugh sometimes mm-hmm. because uh, you look at it and think, okay, the Jets are just lost, especially with the leadership. Yeah. You got Adam Gase in there just staring at people like lost his mind. I'm like, yeah. man, look, don't stare at me like that. <laughs> you know, yeah, then you got him just, I don't know, adding players. They're trying to get rid of your, your best player and you don't know how to use them. Then you've got the MacGyver NFL and Bill Belichick. Yes, I call him the MacGyver. Of the NFL, he could take a he could take a tic tac and like some, you know, just to some some kind of you know duct tape or whatever, and make it work as a defense. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to do it, but he'll figure it out. Then you have uh, the Buffalo Bills, which is like the Carolina Panthers of the North, you know, with McDermott there, and mm-hmm. you know he's trying to make Josh Allen into Cam Newton, but at least I mean, you know, they, they people talk about accuracy. But Josh Allen's accuracy is worse than Cam Newton's. It's not even close. Honestly, so, my issue with Cam Newton was never his accuracy. When it was inconsistent, mm-hmm. but he's shown the ability to be accurate, at least in stretches. My right. issue with Cam was always his body language on the sidelines. It was that part of him where I saw a lot of Jay Cutler. Oh, like no. Yeah, like when Ooh, things were going bad. You know, when things were going bad for the Panthers, if you look at Cam Newton, you would think they were going like nuclear. Cam Cam Newton would be on the side looking like somebody kicked his dog. He used to win having the standards, so I I can I can get the the being the the the, the off look, but Mm -hmm. to compare him to Jay Cutler, who has lost his entire career in college, stop it in the illustrious words, my boy, and the CEO. Uh, the three-point conversion, Raphael Haynes, Mr. Controversy. Stop 
It was only that Sorry, one man. aspect, the body language, because I've seen Cam shoulder slumped, head down on the sidelines in moments where it seemed like his teammates needed to be able to look at him and see that confidence in his eyes, you know? Mm. I got you. I had to crack a little joke. I couldn't help it. <laughs> but that, that's the only aspect. Like, the one thing I would want to see from Cam was development is that, mm. where right. – where you realize as the quarterback, as the leader of your team, even though, in, and I'm sure in Cam's mind, he's still confident, he needs to project that confidence to his teammates as well. I don't yeah. think Cam has ever lacked for confidence. Oh, no, especially walking around some of the outfits he walks around in and walks in the pony. That man's got confidence. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I'll leave it there. <laughs> and I think, honestly, I think that's, part of that is something where it's like now you're in you're you're in a building with Bill Belichick you know if there's anybody who can breathe confidence into a player it's got to be him and if there's anybody who can check something like that be like hey look these guys look up to you these guys need you these guys need to know that whenever they see you on the sideline you believe in them and it's mm-hmm. and I think if if Bill Belichick can't get that to resonate with Cam Newton, then nobody can. And honestly, I feel like honestly, just having followed Cam Newton his whole career, where he is somebody where it's like when things are going good, he's overflowing in confidence. And you saw that with him in Florida. You saw that with him in Auburn. You saw that with him with the Panthers. It's like, hey, you know what? Exactly. He's Superman. He's dabbing. He's doing whatever. Look, man, he squeezed at least three extra years out of the dab. The dab could have, you know, dab should have went out a a whole, a a long time ago. (laughs) That man single-handedly got three extra years of relevance out of the dab. So if there's anybody, if there's anybody who can, you know, you you know that that type of person, you know, you, you talk about the confidence, you know, Mike, you know, Jonesy, you talked about his confidence and his body language. Mm-hmm. You've seen the other side, you know. You know what it's like when things are going good. So if there's anybody who can say to him, hey, man, you know, that confidence that you have when things are going bad, you know, when things are going good, we need a little of that when things are going bad. I, I got to think it's Bill Belichick. Um, one thing I can say mm-hmm. is, you know, Bill Belichick ain't saying it like, oh, hey, Cam, hey, Cam. You know, we need your confidence, guy. Come on, guy. No. That's right. You know, he's going to say yeah. something really, really like that. He, he's never going to say something just like, you know, hey, Cam, Cam they're looking up to you. Cam, they're looking up to you. Come on, let's go. Mm-hmm. That's, he's just going to say something That's like that. He's not going to do that. <laughs> nah, he's not the raw, he's not the raw, raw guy. He's going he's gonna to give it to you, uh, you know, straight and with no excitement at all, mm-hmm. which is about what his press conferences are. You know, I would say that his press conferences, uh, one paint dry, is the most exciting thing known to man when you put it put it compared to his press conferences. Mm-hmm. By far, yeah. 
Yeah, Belichick is not going to be Nick Garrett on the sideline just giving you the clap no matter what. Mm-hmm. That's not going to happen. He's going to stare. He's just going to stare and keep coaching. That's mm-hmm. what he's going to do. Exactly, you know that's that's his mo. That's that's what he does. But and right. and he's and he's going to do that right into another division title. Okay. You know, possibly could this year. Ah, yeah. you know, honestly, you, you know, you, you we never know. We know there could be injuries. We know how how that works out. But I, I you know, to me, I, I think that I'm not I'm not giving the Super Bowl to the Patriots. But, you know, come the end of the season, Patriots going to win this division. You know, I, I don't think that that is a – one thing that me and Jonesy have always talked about when we've been doing shows together, even though we're we're trying to make this seem like this is a new show that we're doing. Like it's not like the same show, the same three different podcasts <laughs> that, we've, that we've done together. But, but, but nonetheless, you know, I, I, I'm big on history. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to keep on picking the New England Patriots until the New England Patriots can no longer be the New England Patriots. So, so none, you know, like I've said, Cam Newton ain't that big of a drop off from Tom Brady. Yes, it's a drop off, but it's not that big of a drop off. So there's no reason for me to think that the Buffalo Bills or the New England, uh, the New the New York Jets or the Miami Dolphins at this point are ready to challenge the New England Patriots. There's just no reason to think that. Well, not yet. They're still trying to figure themselves out. So, yeah, they're definitely not challenging for anything. Mm-hmm. Maybe they'll challenge for a, a peaceable pie to give to the Patriots at the end of the year. Exactly. Don't, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just yeah. throwing out there. That's about the only thing they can challenge for. Mm-hmm. Well, there is one other AFC team I do have to ask about. Okay. Like, is this finally the year that they're going to live up to their talent? The Cleveland Browns. They've been disappointing the last several years considering the level of talent that's actually on the roster. At what point are they finally going to figure out how to play winning football? Let's see. Look at my watch. I'm looking at it. I'm looking at it. It says a quarter to – okay, there you go. That's what it says. Okay. <laughs> But uh, just just all jokes aside, um, they do have enough talent to make some things happen. The biggest thing and the biggest issue for them is can Baker Mayfield be consistent? I admit I wasn't the biggest Baker Mayfield, uh, you know, supporter. Thought he was a little bit of too much of. A, I, I like I don't mind a lot of guy things like that, but mm-hmm. I didn't think he was that great quarterback in general. Mm. You know, and you know. Now he's coming in. He's, you know, he, he he came in and did his thing first. Got there, but then when the defense is adjusted to him, he never made those adjustments. So that's going to be the key thing to watch. Can he make those adjustments, use the pieces around him, and actually that team look good? The biggest thing there, though, you got Nick Chubb and you got Kareem Hunt. Use those they guys. Rest, exactly. Use those guys. The rest will work itself out. If you come out trying to pass it 30, 40 times a game like you had Oklahoma, yeah, he's got himself like the 857,000 quarterback list that has played for the Cleveland Browns since they've been back in Cleveland. Yeah. Well, look, they got they, – they have a test. They're going to Baltimore to start the season. 
They're going to Baltimore. Over the five is for the for the Browns. Yeah. Okay, there we go. Well, look, well, here, they're going to Baltimore. Luckily, uh, Baltimore is not going to have any fans in their stadium, and that's probably the oh. pro- and the person that probably works out best for is Odell Beckham Jr. Because you've seen the week that he's had. He don't oh, need. Boy. Yeah, he doesn't need. He doesn't need to be t- uh, dealing with any fans. He's having, uh, you know. He's having a crazy week, man. And I, well, he's having a he's having a pretty uh he's having pretty uh mm, well it's a word I can't say here, but yeah. you know it's pretty appropriate for for when week he's having. But, <laughs> but uh but I would say that uh you know just like there won't be any fans. Yeah, yeah, we we won't go with that one. But you know, in this uh I would that uh you know even though fans are not going to be in the crowd. I'll say the biggest thing that they're not going to have in the crowd that to help them either is like, you know, some ankles that they can borrow, mm-hmm. you know, from trying to tackle Lamar Jackson. No, they, they don't have any of those crowd either. So. No, no. It, 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 it could start off pretty ugly. Well, here, here's the thing. Browns start off with, they start off on the road against the Ravens. But then they come home for the Bengals, and then they come home for the Washington football team. So there is, so there that is. Makes some, me laugh every time. There is some, so there is some get right. The, the Washington football team is is is, is, is coming. Oh boy, the Washington football team. They didn't even. They could have. They. I felt like they could have went the soccer route. And called them Washington FT, and that would have sounded slightly better than just "Hey, the Washington Football Team." They they could have they could have done they could look towards uh, music and to name their team. They could have called themselves the artists formerly known as the Redskins, as known as the Prince. They could have did that. This just this, this is another option. This whole thing just reeks. <laughs> Hey, we did something and we didn't have a backup plan. That's all that said. In fact, that should be their their mascot. That should be their oh, team I name. Didn't... The Washington We what? Ain't Had No Backup Plan uh, <laughs> football team. I I didn't think they would have a uh think that they would have a backup plan anyway, but you know, it is what it is and uh I, I still think the Sentinels will be great and they can bring Keanu Reeves there. <laughs> you know, but you know, he can promote his movies, and he could be the mascot too. Mm-hmm. You know, and bring players out there from the replace from the uh, replacements movie. Yes, that mm-hmm. would just that would that would make that would be great. Cinema one for the team. Secondly, it would be a great thing in terms of jerseys and ticket sales because people like that movie. That was a fun movie. It was not a good movie, but a fun movie. Yeah, definitely good movie. It was just so silly you liked it. I wanted, I, <laughs> I wanted them to be the Washington Red Tails because I just wanted people to just explain how I felt like no matter what they name their team, there's going to be a pocket of fans who hate the name, no matter what. That's always. It's kind of like if they rename the Eagles into something else. Yeah. Pocket of Eagles fans is going to look mine. Like, like, wow, yeah, I'm they're all for that team. Yeah. But they're watching it out the choir. You know, just just like there are people, like there are people in Washington now who will still call the Wizards the Bullets just because you know it, it is what it is. It's a terrible name. Yeah, 
But I wanted them to call. I wanted them to be the Red Tails because I just wanted someone to explain why they didn't like a team named after World War II veterans and not sound racist. <laughs> right. Right. That, that, that's what I would. I wanted. I wanted to give people that challenge <laughs> to say, "Hey, hey, what's wrong with red tails?" And not sound racist. That's that's you know to me that's the type of stuff I find interesting. But before we let you go, Mike Patton, you got like thirty-two different jobs, man. We will give you the floor. Explain, explain to the viewers of the Jonesy and Brown show how they can reach you and how they can find your work. Oh boy! I say okay. I'll keep it sports You're on, on the sports show. Okay. So uh, let's see. You can find me on uh, sportsawakening.com. I'll be uh, you know joining back in there, doing a lot more TSU coverage. Which for those who don't know, that's Tennessee State, and that's historically black college university. Yes, just one in Nashville. Make that three in Nashville, and they're right down the street from each other. TSU, Meharry, and then there's this. They're all on Jefferson Street. But, uh, yeah, I will be following TSU. Uh, also, let's see, you can find me on uh, three, the three-point conversion. We did previews for all divisions in the NFL. We will probably be dropping our uh, NFL Super Bowl picks. So I'll give you a couple of those. I got a few other places, but, hey, we're keeping the sports here. Mm-hmm. Where are we going to keep it? All right, man. Well, All right. Well, appreciate you coming on. Always us, appreciate Mike Patton coming on the show. And we'll definitely have you back on because, you know, you, you're a good friend of the show. We appreciate you, man. Thank you, my brother. Yes, sir. Anytime. All right. Look, that was Mike Patton. We will be back on the Jonesy and Brown show. You feeling this podcast? To hear this and more, go to SoundCloud.com slash B-I-T-W Sports or on iTunes or Apple Podcasts and search Best in the World Sports. If you are a Philly sports fan looking for extensive coverage of your favorite local pro and college teams, go to TotalSportsLive.com. Total Sports Live is your one-stop shop for all the news you need to know in the Philadelphia sports scene. Be sure to follow Total Sports Live on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. When you need to know Philly sports, get to know TotalSportsLive.com. Most of my family, they never graduated high school, so I'm trying to break that barrier. My daughter Brooklyn was also a motivation for me to go back to school. Every day after work, went straight to school, and it paid off. At age 26, Kareem finished his high school diploma. I could not have done it alone. I see the future is really bright for me. No one gets a diploma alone. If you're thinking of finishing your high school diploma, you have help. Find free adult education classes near you at finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. The following is a production of the Lance J Radio Network and Best in the World Sports, a division of Definitive Visions Multimedia. The opinions and views expressed are certainly those of the host and do not represent the views of Lance J Radio Network. You're listening to Jonesy and Brian. Both you are crazy. Both Mike Jones and John Brian. And we are back on Jonesy and Brown. My name is Brown. His name is Jonesy. Special shout out to Mike Patton. Always good to get Mike Patton on the air. We will have him back on another time. More, you know, 
It's always good to talk to him. He's, he's a good dude oh, yeah. to talk always to. Always fun talking to Mike. Knows his stuff. Cool guy. Can't mm-hmm. ask for a better guest. So we are going into week one. This has probably been the weirdest off season. You know, we have no preseason football to go off of. It's football is just going to start. Coming this Thursday, when Houston takes on Kansas City, football just going to start. What are your early expectations? We talked. We talked a lot with Mike about the AFC, talking about uh, Baltimore, talking about Kansas City, talking about New England and Tennessee. In the NFC, who do you like? In the NFC, who do I like? Well, let's see. The NFC West, two-team race, in my opinion, between the Niners and the Seahawks. I think the Rams are going to continue their slide back to traditional Rams football. Uh-huh. Um, so... And between the Niners and the Seahawks, I do think it'll be a tough division. You got Arizona out there, too, second year for the quarterback, Mm -hmm. um, Murray. And they brought brought in some receiver help for him as well this year with DeAndre Hopkins. Mm -hmm. So I do think that's going to be a tough competitive division. But but at the end of the day, I think it comes down to the Seahawks and the Niners. And my money's on the Niners. Money's on the Niners. All right. Real quick, uh, NFC South. NFC South. Ooh, that's a fun one this year. Oh, real quick, I'm going to say I'm, I'm oh, real quick uh before we go before we go on because you you said the Niners in the West. I'm going to say Seattle. I'm going to go on the Seattle? opposite. I'm going Seattle wins the West. I can't be mad at you. I said mm-hmm. it's two team races. I yeah. it could go either way. Yeah, so if you right, said, I, mm-hmm. I'm going Niners, you go Seahawks. Mhm. Now the South, that's a fun one this year. You got this. Yeah. You got Pe- T- Teddy Bridgewater in Carolina. You got the Atlanta frauds. <laughs> you still calling them dudes frauds? They are frauds. Have I been wrong? No, 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 no. You have not. No, you have not. But the only time, only way I'll stop calling them frauds is when they just go to flat-out bad and go through a rebuild. Okay. But the way this team is built, they're frauds. Well, they were 7-9 last year. They were borderline bad. Okay. So you, they're you, one year away from being bad. So the Falcons are... 7-9 season, they're just bad. Falcons, they're are, Falcons are trending backwards. Tampa Bay Camp, mm-hmm. uh, and Carolina could be trending upwards. And then you have Tampa Bay definitely looks to be trending upwards, at least for this season. Does Tom Brady make Tampa Bay? Does Tom Brady make my prediction of Tampa Bay winning the NFC South? uh, I was just a year off with the prediction. Remember last year I said. And I laughed at you. Yes, you did. and, And rightfully so. You laughed at me and had every. I laughed. Well, you know, I didn't laugh at myself. I more I cried. Because David Winston, as I told you, yeah. was a career bad decision. Yeah, yeah, J- J- yeah, James, James Winston, thirty interceptions. Yeah, James is going James. And Tampa Bay on paper, they had a very good defense last year, mm-hmm. and they lost a lot of close games. You eliminate 10, 12 of those turnovers, you get your interceptions down from thirty to eighteen. Mm-hmm. And you're at a much. They probably won that division last mm-hmm. year. 
last year. I don't year, think Tom Brady's ever thrown 18 touchdown interceptions in his career. No. So, that being said, I expect Tampa Bay be strictly out off the benefit of Tom Brady's decision making to be a much improved team. How much improved though? Do they win this division? Are you they're giving this? Pick. Are you? They're your. They're my, they're my pick. To win the Tampa Bay Bucks win the NFC South this year. I think so. Okay. Okay. All right. I, hey. You disagree? You going say? No, 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 no. You going Panthers? You no. going Frogkins? No, I'm, I'm definitely not going Atlanta. I'm definitely not going Carolina. I don't think they're there yet. I think they play better. I think, I think, like I said, Carolina and Carolina's trending upwards. Atlanta's trending downwards. I think the Saints come back to earth as well. I don't think the Saints are as good as they were last year. They might not. They're not necessarily. They're not falling off like, like the Falcons are falling off. That sounds like we agree on Tennessee then. Uh, Tampa Bay. I mean Tampa Bay. Why do I say t- we're in the NFC? So yeah, we're in the yeah, see, no, What's in that glass you drinking there, brother? You drinking? <laughs> a, you, you had a glass during the show. Now you get. Now you mix it up the Tennessee Titans and the Tampa Bay Buck. Oh, that glass is empty. See, you know, first of all, I, 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 as you know, we, we we do like to enjoy the libations during the show. You know that's round two for you. Though. I'm going to call you out. That's round two. <laughs> Be- Mike, because you're my friend and I care about you and I wouldn't lie to you. This is round What's three. That round three? This is round three. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Moving on. All right, we, I think we got uh, we both got the uh, excuse me, we both got Tampa Bay winning the NFC South, NFC North, Green Bay, Minnesota, Green Bay. Another or, interesting division: Chicago, Green Bay, Detroit, Minnesota. I think that Detroit is the one team. I don't that, know. Detroit is the one team. I feel like they're not there yet. I I just don't know. Mm -hmm. Aaron Rodgers is the best quarterback in the division, Mm -hmm. but he makes so much. It's prohibitive to building a a good all-around roster. Trubisky and the Bears and Nick Foles and the Bears and uh, Kirk Cousins. It's like... uh, the like, Bears I'm have to go with Green Bay just because I trust their quarterback the most. The I feel like the but, Bear the Bears and, and without I like those are four flawed teams. You said four fraud teams. Yeah, four teams with major flaws. That's what I think in the NFC. Mm-hmm. It's like look, but the, I think it'll be be competitive and it, it it'll end up in the Packers. Mm-hmm. Okay, I I I agree. I think the Bears are tremendously eh. If that's yeah. a term, like the Bears just. Eh. And in fact, it's like here, here's the thing. Detroit is going Lions is going Lions, even though I like I like them drafting DeAndre Swift. I don't know DeAndre Swift ain't gonna win them no games this year, but you know, I, I like that draft pick. He ain't gonna win he ain't gonna win them games, but but I like that draft pick. I'll be following him. The Bears, eh. It's like at this point now, you know, this isn't 
This isn't 27 touchdowns, 10 interceptions, Nick Foles anymore. This isn't even Super Bowl MVP. Get it right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Let me put some. Let me get that man his flowers. Let me get that man his flowers. Let me put some respect on his name. This ain't 20. This ain't 27 and two, Nick Foles. This ain't even Super Bowl MVP, Nick Foles. This is Nick Foles lost two jobs since then. QB. And at this point, Nick Foles lost two jobs, can't beat out Mitchell Trubisky, who, you know, you know what I mean? You can't you can't even beat you can't even beat Mitchell Trubisky out for a job now. So at this point, what do you have? If your quarterback isn't you you've seen what Mitchell Trubisky has given you for the last couple of years. And if Nick Foles you know, even though he once went twenty seven and two in a season, even though he won a Super Bowl MVP, if he if you can't beat him out for a job, what does this say? At this point, just and and honestly, you know what? As much as you like to say the Atlanta Falcons are frauds, I, mm-hmm. I believe the Minnesota Vikings are frauds. I can say it. I think the Vikings are frauds. It's like I will over tell the. You're wrong. I'll say that over those last four seasons. Over the last four seasons, the 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 Vikings have never impressed me. Even even when they have had success over my team, the Philadelphia Eagles. I've never found the Vikings impressive. There's never been something about the Vikings that says, hey, that's a Super Bowl contender. There's never been anything about the Vikings that says, hey, that's going to be a team in the conference finals. You know, just like... Yeah, I mean, I don't think much about them, Kirk Cousins. It's just like, yeah. Come on. Come on. Kirk Cousins has no juice. There's no juice to Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins is a guy. That's what I think of Kirk Cousins. He's a guy. He plays football. Hey, what do you think of Kirk Cousins? He plays football. He's a quarterback. Don't care. You know, I'm not... I'm not... Sit, you give me Kirk Cousins on a primetime game, I'm seeing what else is on. Depends on who he's playing. <laughs> you know, exactly. I'm not. I'm not. Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins isn't must see TV. Yeah, he's not box office. He's not box office. There's no juice. You know, and it, he's just not. You know, he's and he's not Aaron Rodgers. He's not. So to me, it's like, yeah, you know what. Packers, you know, until somebody proves that they can beat the Packers, until somebody proves that they can be better than the Packers, I'm going to give the NFC North to the Packers every year. Probably until the Packers have a quarterback who's not Aaron Rodgers, unless they just stumble into somebody else that's great. Just like, you know, you know, just like after they went from Brett Favre to Aaron Rodgers, you know, maybe their next quarterback will be great too. But, you know, nonetheless, yeah, yeah, not the Vikings, not the Bears, and definitely not the Lions. That leaves us with our hometown division. That leaves us with the NFC East. 
The Giants, no. Let's get it out the way now. The Washington football, football. team, no. Let's get them out the way. Look, it's it's the Dallas. It's the Dallas. Dallas we ain't going. The Dallas we ain't going to pay that guys. And it's the Philadelphia Eagles. They do have some good talent, but no, they definitely I'll got talent. This, yeah. This season being what it is, with no with no true off season program, the mini camps and things like that. Nope. No preseason. Weird training camps. Mm-hmm. I would say that there is one out of four teams in that division that has true continuity with the system, the coaching staff, the playbook, and everything else. So I would give them the advantage. Really? I would. Continuity goes a long way. Learning a new system, learning you don't have you don't have preseason games to work the kinks out. Mm-hmm. You're not doing those scrimmages where you're practicing for a week against another team in training camp to work kinks out. None of that happened this year. You mm-hmm. didn't get your rookie mini camps and where they're there and you don't get your voluntary workouts in May, you, all that stuff. You didn't do this year. Mm-hmm. So with a new coach, new playbooks, I think the one team that brings continuity into the start of the season has an edge, especially during the first quarter or so of the to third of the season, which if they get out to a faster start than the other teams, they could put the division away early. Dallas goes on the road to play the Rams week one whereas Philly is at Washington Mm -hmm. let's look at week two Dallas is at home against the Falcons where Philly is hosting those same Rams. Mm-hmm. So you could be, you could easily see after week two, both teams being one and one. Maybe. Or well, one team could be 0-2 and, and the other could be 2-0. Mm-hmm. Just as easily. So, on paper, who's the better team? On paper. I just go, I want you, I, I want on you to paper. throw caution into the wind. On, page, on paper, you got Philly, you got Dallas. Who's better? On paper, Dallas's offense is better. Mm-hmm. On paper, I'll take Philly's defensive line all day. Mm-hmm. And a defensive line goes a long way to defensive success overall. Okay. Total team, if you ask me which team is more talented, I'd have to probably say the Dallas football team. But that doesn't necessarily mean I think they're going to win. No. You know, we already discussed earlier today that uh, Cleveland's a very talented football team. I think you could have made a case that Dallas was the more talented team last season and they didn't win the division. You could make a case Dallas was the more talented team that the year the Eagles won the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. That hasn't changed. Mm-hmm. But, but the one thing that has changed is they've made a coaching change. Mm-hmm. How much of a difference and do you that, think that, that makes? That's what but that's why I say with no offseason, no mini camps, weird training camps, no preseason games, lack of – like, 
that puts, in my opinion, Dallas at a disadvantage for the early part of the season. Mm. Mm. So they're, they'll be playing catch-up, whereas outside of rookies and the couple free agent acquisitions, the Philadelphia team right, is hitting the ground right. running yeah. already knowing what's going on. Yeah. They know how the system works. They know how the coach reacts under pressure and the, mm-hmm. in the different situations. They know what they want. They know the language. It's it's just a smoother entry into this unusual season. Mm-hmm. And I so, think this season, more than most, that creates an advantage for Philadelphia. So who do you have winning the division? Philly. Philly? Okay. All right. There you go. But, there you that being said, I also never bet on Philadelphia sports because I make emotional picks when it comes to the No, I understand. I understand. I look, look, we we've we've made it we've made it completely clear that we're homers here. And we can be home until somebody pays us for our objective opinion, we can be homers. As long as we doing this show for free, we can be homers. All right. There's not there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Well, look, man, it's time for us to get out of here for the inaugural trip on the Jonesy and Brown show. My name is John Brown. His name is Mike Jones. As always, back in the day, they ain't wanting. But Too late now. I'm hot. Well, what happens I'm now? now? Now that you're hot, now that we have established that Mike Jones is hot, what happens now? They all on me, dog. They all on me, dog. Oh. I hear that, man. All right, y'all. Remember, you can hit us up on Facebook at BITW Sports. Or you can hit us up on Twitter at BITW Sports because Jonesy and Brown don't have a, a, a Twitter page yet. We will, we'll work on that. All right. Somebody will work on that. I mean, we're a two-man operation. We'll, so we'll figure it out. We'll, we'll figure it out. But for, for now, hit us up on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at BITW Sports. And remember, you can download this podcast. You can download the audio, and you can hear me and Mike Jones and Mike Patton talk sports. Just uh, go to SoundCloud.com or uh, whatever, iTunes or Apple or Google. Just search Best in the World Sports. Wherever you get your podcast. Wherever you get your podcast, just search Best in the World Sports, and then you can hear us. Hey, you guys, enjoy the sports. Have a good night. Have a good weekend. We're out of here, y'all. Peace. You feeling this podcast? To hear this and more, go to soundcloud.com slash B-I-T-W sports or on iTunes or Apple Podcasts and search Best in the World Sports. The proceeding was a production of the Lance J Radio Network and Best in the World Sports, a division of Definitive Visions Multimedia. The opinions and views expressed are strictly those of the host and do not represent the views of Lance J Radio Network.